My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO at 321BizDev LLC, a consulting firm based in California. Our website is 321BizDev.com. 321BizDev is not a marketing company. Uh, 321BizDev is a sales system and business development company supporting attorneys, CPAs, corporate dental franchisers, independent dentists, home health providers, home builders, medical groups, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, restaurants, tattoo shops, boutique shops, hairstylists, HVAC companies, and plumbers. And today turns a new page in the 321BizDev a list of people that we uh, host as guests or that we invite as guests. We are now going to talk about recording artists and producers and people who master the sounds on these uh, on these in these production studios. So today's guest is an artist. He's also a relative, and his name is Edge. So without further delay, I would like to welcome Edge to the three two one biz development uh show so good morning how are you doing edge good morning thank you for this opportunity i appreciate it you know and uh like i said i want to let listeners know that uh edge is a is a family member he calls me uncle but we are really second cousins <laughs> but i'll take the uncle because i his dad was was like a brother to me and uh so uh, so I will take I will take the reference as being an uncle, but I but I I've known Edge ever since he was born. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know he's always been an inspiring, uh, you know, cat, uh, inspiring young dude, and uh, so I am so proud of him of, of, of where he is right now. So my my first question, Edge, is so just tell us a little bit a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, and what you did before. You started working in the music business as an artist, as a record, as a producer, and a person who masters the sound in in the studio. Yes, indeed. I am EJ Becker. My stage name is formerly known as Edge, and I um I do it all when it comes to music. I mix, I master, I produce, and I record. Um, a lot of that comes from a background of music theory. Um, as an age of four, I started playing the piano, and my hunger for music just blew up from there. I loved, um, I just love productions in general and making my own sounds and composing, and ever since I could remember, so it kind of uh, sprouted and grew into a passion of mine. Um, initially, making my first project, I was. 16 years old and um, another family member of mine actually put me on to a virtual studio um, which I'm pretty sure a lot of producers are familiar with which is called FL Studio I still use to this day <laughs> and uh, it was an experience it was like its own little world um, I was able to create my own sound I was able to express myself I was able to make what I hear on the radio and, you know, making my first sound, you know, you think that you basically have a, a radio hit all the time. <laughs> it's just that drive, that hunger. And it, it, it pushed me to want to become better. And so as I gradually uh, was learning the program, it became 
second wind to me. Like, I didn't even realize that I was able to record and do everything all in one city. And so when I got familiar with the program, um, you know, I took tutorials, I looked online, I looked to see how to do what I needed to do, YouTube clips here and there, and um, basically pretty much self-taught myself how to produce. Um, eventually I went to school for it for about half a semester um, at Art Institute of Atlanta, which um, they offered an audio production course. Um, and unfortunately I wasn't able to finish due to financial reasons, but in due time, I know I'll definitely be able to finish when, when time allows. But I really, really love and aspire and enjoy um, to make music. And, you know, I worked around, I worked around a lot of artists um, who have made sounds and who have made productions who would want, who would come to me to ask the master. And now that I do it full time, I get, um, you know, I'm, I make my own sound as well as I, I get paid to, you know, master others and sound. So I love it and I enjoy it. I enjoy what I do. And it took some years for me to really enjoy what I do. But now that I've mastered it, I love it. Hey, so here's my next question. So take us back. Take us back to, I mean, because you've always been an excellent student because you, your son, I mean, my son and, and, and you are about the same age. So take us back to yeah. the days in California where, you know, all of a sudden you had to, you know, you, you decided to go to St. Croix to finish high school. Yes. To yeah, tell, tell us about that. Away. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about that. Yeah, that's about, uh, about two, 3,000 miles away. That's, that's, that's the distance. Yeah, but uh, born and raised in California, um, you know, that's where I got all my education from. Um, with, you know, I remember the days uh, hanging out with Ricardo, Rico, <laughs> mm -hmm. what I like to call him. And, you know, we would just, um, we would... We would actually enjoy, I remember he had a keyboard as well, and we would enjoy just mashing those keys. <laughs> so like, it was, it was a, it was always a passion within the family to be musically inclined. Mm -hmm. um, when I uh, moved to St. Croix for my, that was my sophomore, no, not my sophomore, that was my junior year of high school. It was a different vibe, it was a different experience. Um, it was a culture shock. You know, I was seeing so many familiar faces and coming from a diverse state um, was very shocking to me to see so many of familiar faces. And I loved it. I was able to, you know, understand the culture and, and become a part of the culture. Came back with an accent and everything. Like, <laughs> and I loved it. You know, people were asking me where I was from. I was like, I'm from California, but it was it was an experience to you know the beautiful beaches and the water and the beautiful vibe and people it was an experience um i got to learn about um u.s history as well as um island history the virgin islands history the history of the virgin islands and, and everything that transpired to make the island um as it is today um it was great it was cool. And um, 
you know, it actually inspired one of my my tracks that I produced in um, my first album, which um, I really I I did that in probably six months time. Was able to master it all by myself, record all by myself, and um, my first album was called The Message. Um, it's on all platforms right now, um, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere that you could name it. And um, it, um, I loved it. It, it actually came out very well. Um, I have a lot. I have some monthly listeners, and it feels good. And it was, you know, it inspired me. You know, St. Croix inspired me to to keep pushing and not only to use my efforts of things that I love, but to also whatever I, that I was able to grasp as far as academically and put it into my music. So, mm -hmm. All right, thanks hey. for sharing that. So here, here's Please. my next question, uh, Edge, or as I know you, EJ Beckham. I mean, Edge is your, your, your artist name. I love that name, by the way. I love that yeah, name. Thank you. And, and thanks for uh, plugging Ricardo on the, uh, on the on this podcast interview. For those yes, who Ricardo is my son and and EJ and and uh, Ricardo were like uh, two peas in a, two peas in a pod. They were always right. We grew up like brothers. <laughs> yep, <laughs> always uh, hanging out. So my next question is uh, okay. So a lot of people, including myself, now I play a little. I play a little guitar and I grew up playing saxophone. Uh, in, in the band and symphonic band tell people what it's like because you know there's a lot of artists out there that that, that I that do not read music and that's not a, a put down on, on people who do not read music but when you do read music what are you exposed to do you have more tools available to you because you can read and write music tell us about that when, when you're composing like a like a like a song Yes, let me tell you, music theory is its own class, pretty much. Like, if you basically, it's 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 its own academics. I mean, ultimately, if you think about it, those that are musically inclined, they're able to grasp certain things a little easier, um, which I really appreciate and value my mom for putting me in uh, music mm -hmm. theory at a very young age. It allowed me to be able to see um, everything differently. Um, even when I when I produce, you know, I um, thank God that she put me in, in music theory at a young age because it allowed that uh, perfect pitch to really manifest itself in me. So. I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I would see music as color sometimes. Like, I, mm -hmm. you know, that's how I was able to differentiate my Ds from E flats and my Fs from from Gs, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, as simple as it sounds, um, it allowed me to see um, music and colors differently because I was mm -hmm. able to associate music with colors. And um, as interesting as it sounds, it it's a it was a way to to understand how music works. So yes. I I loved it, and you know, growing up, I always saw music as like my go-to. Like I when I went came home from school, 
I would just hop right on my piano and I'll try to either make something up or I'll just practice willfully. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it allowed me to um, just enjoy music in general. Yeah, so so when you have uh, when you have that music theory, you're able to write a song like in a minor key, which is more so a, a little more sadder and uh, more solemn than yeah. a song major, like a major key, like a like a like a song you would hear like on a commercial. It's it's more yeah. like a major type key. It's more bubbly and it's more and, and and the progressions are more you know one four five exactly. And, and, and things like that, but when you write a song in a minor key, it's a little bit more sadder because you're exactly. flattening some of the, you're flattening the, the, the I think the third and the fifths, and and then you have your uh, you have your uh, major seventh, which sounds a little more jazzy, and your augmented. But I agree with you what you said about you know music theory because a lot of people don't get a chance uh, to uh, start in music with music theory, so. You know, kudos to your mom, Pam, for putting you in yes, indeed in that music theory class because that that you know that's going to take you a long way. And you and I like to say, if you once you get as good as you are right now, you'll never go broke. You, you can always create something. Indeed, indeed, and that's exactly what's create. happening. So I really appreciate her for that, and you know, it, it really um, allowed me to make this a business. This is actually mm-hmm. this is my livelihood. And um, I've never realized how many artists are out there um, that really wanted them, you know, their music to skyrocket. And in order to do that, you have to have somebody who has an ear for, you know, that, that has had that ear for quite some time, which I really appreciate everybody confiding in somebody like me to really master their, their product, their work. This is, you know, this is work. This is content they can put in and get paid for it you know and i'm just i'm glad i'm appreciative to be a part of a lot of projects as a result of that so let me ask you uh, another question i got maybe one or two more questions to ask Um, so when people seek your services Mm -hmm. what 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 are the range of 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 things they need as you being a producer and 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 a professional on the soundboard and you know mastering and, and putting the songs and the, and the volumes and the, and all the all the, all the things that it takes what type of services do people seek from you well uh the production based on content because um as a re- recording artist you know i also write lyrics as well so it all depends on how many stanzas how many verses if i'm creating the chorus if i'm creating the entire song um, it also depends on how many instruments. Um, but primarily, it's based on if the client has, um, if the client already has content and they want me to just master it, or if they want me to create a production around their song, I'm willing to do that as well. So um, mm-hmm. it all varies. It varies by content. And I work, I'm, you know, I'm, vers- I'm diverse with all of that okay so so here's like a here's like a business type question how do Mm -hmm. you decide to take on a client because you know time is money and we can't escape Mm -hmm. that time Mm -hmm. is money so how do you how do you tell if someone says 
uh, I, I got this I got this idea or I got this this uh, this this content and of course if you know if they, if they got money to pay for it fine but, but what do you do when someone says I got this great idea or this great song and all I have I have it on paper like just like back in the day paper you have uh, you have uh, you have words on paper and you got mm-hmm. this tune running through your head have you ever worked mm-hmm. with someone like that I have actually and what I would do is I would send them um, some samples maybe a couple of samples that they could work around and um, you know typically like you said like how um, certain melodic songs you have your majors versus your minors I would send them something that may be more melancholy and then another track that may be more you know grungy and mm, hitting like a smash hit just mm-hmm. so that they I could see which one they would prefer mm-hmm. and then I can always work around the tempo work around their range whatever it may be so um that always helps to you know I just send them something and then they could work around that and then I'll be able to work around them as a work as as a result of them working around my music so that's how that well, works see now, you, now you've opened up a like I got one more question I, I just have to yeah. ask now that we're in this virtual environment where everything can be done digitally mm-hmm. uh, how what level of expertise do you have like on, on with with the with the mastering uh you know sound and and because in other words how many tracks are you able to work with like when someone says i want the horns i want this keyboard i want this drum sound you know and since this equipment is out there readily available for most people i would imagine to buy uh, mm-hmm. what do you bring to the table where you can say well you can go ahead and buy that on your own and spend the next 33 to five years trying to figure it out or you can come to Edge and let me take care of it. Yep, absolutely. You know what? I Listen, you name the genre and I will work around it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, you name it, I've done it already. So um, typically when a client asks me, hey, I want an ensemble with an orchestra piece behind it, but I want it to have like Congos in the back. I can work around that, you know, because I've done it before. And so then that way I'll be able to utilize um, the instruments that I've used before to create another masterpiece. That's how it works. And so when somebody tells me, yeah, somebody tells me um, what what genre they like or what genre they prefer, um, typically I ask them, you know, what kind of song are they trying to model it around? So that way it gives them an idea of you know, how they want it to sound. And then it gives me an idea of what instruments to use. Excellent, excellent. So now you, you, you mentioned congas. And uh, so now you're, you're speaking to me. We're, we're, I'm interviewing you from uh, Rio Piedras, Puerto Rico, out there, yeah. uh, a suburb of out there of San Juan. So what, what brought you to San Juan? So as we close. The music, actually, there's a lot of, there's a lot of artists. There's actually a lot of content creators out here. Um, surprisingly and um, we are actually in um, like a commonly artistically creative area so uh, we as a matter of fact I, I just met um, two individuals who do music one was a producer another one is um, he's a writer slash rapper and um, you know he was looking for some content 
Hey, you, listen, we're here in the studio right now. And as a matter of fact, we were um, in the midst of recording when um, when our one of one of our uh, roommates was letting us know or meet. We were pretty much meeting him, and he came up and uh, saw the, that we were working on music. So he was like, "Oh man, this is dope!" And you know, the mere fact that you know you don't need a huge space in order to you know do whatever you need to do um is great you know and I, I was that's why i was able to move so easily easily and effortlessly um to puerto rico because um i work around i've, I've worked in small spaces i've worked in big spaces and um i'm pretty versatile when it comes to that all right well tell us about your your, your latest album timeless as we close tell us about that Yes, indeed. I love this album because it shows my versatility. Um, it shows my background, where I come from, what sounds I like. And um, I, I don't use profanities in my music, so it's ear-friendly to all ages. Um, I, I love to have everybody, young, old, be able to listen to this. Um, for a long time and so um, the, the album the title Timeless came about because I wanted it to pretty much be a good sound for a long time I want I wanted a, a sound that everybody can have a favorite to you know and so um, you know I brought it back I brought some 80s in there I brought some, you know, some modern age in there, and everything is clean. Oh, I love that, man. I love that, and, and thanks for saying that. Because I mean, if you when you turn on the radio today, and you may be on to something, because when you turn on today's, you know, aye, radio, aye. urban America, man, and profanity you, out the wazoo. Yeah, and let me tell you, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a person that has not used, never used a four-letter word, but. <laughs> But when I turn on the radio, I would love to hear just, you know, some music without, you know, having having to hear bleeps and because they can't let the, the radio station can't let the word come out or, yes. you know, or and, and people might laugh when I say this. I need to have a translator. Right. What was that? What was that? Yeah. I listen. I've always been an advocate for that. And, um. Yeah, I never wanted to put anything on the radio where I would have to take out certain words. I mean, it just defeats the purpose. If that be the case, go ahead and put an instrumental down. <laughs> but yeah, I've noticed that a lot of tracks nowadays are, uh, they have more instrument than they have words. Yep. And as that, and the profanity is a result of it. And I, you know, I, re I refuse to be that, you know, a follower in that department. And I've always been an advocate for good music which is why I call it timeless. Well, here's one here's one comment I want to make of your your cut on that uh, album uh, Timeless called Elevator. Man, you need to make a, a remix of that. Oh yeah, that Elevator will, Tune is one of my favorites. Man, that will be played in the clubs in Barcelona, in Rome, in <laughs> London, in Tokyo, in Turkey, in Baghdad, Iraq. Let's go. <laughs> I'm bored. You know, any place in the states, Canada, that's that's a that that's a that's a and I'm just speaking from a, a former uh, position of a San Francisco club DJ. 
that is a track that people will will their heads will be going up and down and they'll be rushing Let's to the dance floor. Uh, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> that's, that's, that, yeah. was, that was that brought that brought me back to the days of, of being a, a DJ on Knob Hill in San Francisco. So Edge, or as I know you, yes, EJ, come, you know, cousin, uncle. I mean, you know, nephew. How can people contact you? You can contact me um, via Instagram at official underscore Edge, and that's spelled E D J E. Um, on all platforms, actually, Twitter as well. Um, and yeah, and we can always, you know, message and work from there. Alrighty. Now, that Instagram is that is that E D J E or E D G E? E D J E. Got it. Okay, I just wanted to make they sure like Jack. I want people to definitely reach out to you because I think you are on to something. Yeah, I know you Thank have a you. great heart because you, you're my cousin. I know that. I know you. I knew how you grew up, and you, uh, so I was. I just want to wish you much success. And anytime you want to come back on the uh, take control of your business three two one biz dev, you're more than welcome. And you got you know carte blanche to talk about anything you want to talk about. I appreciate it. Thank you for this opportunity. Yes, and this link will be uploaded, and in the background we will have your. Um, your track elevator looped so people can really get the feel of that track i love that song man i love it <laughs> sounds good i appreciate it all right you have a great day and uh you have too. a great time so how long will you be in puerto rico um uh, probably a couple months maybe longer nice that's great to have another yes, place indeed. to visit a relative yeah, <laughs> so you, may see, you may see us down there in, in, in Rio Piedras, Puerto Rico. Yeah, sounds good. All right, I'm anyway, they're making family. a great day, man. Indeed, you too. Thank you. All right, take care. You too. Thanks.